no ketchup, no ketchup. Yo, what's really good? It's your main man, Sean Little from the No Ketchup Podcast. Wanted to send a reminder. Make sure you rate and review No Ketchup available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, No Ketchup is on there. Make sure you tell everyone it's the best sports podcast in the world. Drop that five-star review. Pass the links to the homies. Let everybody know. You know the deal. No Ketchup. Sports Talk via Chicago. Lock in. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quick with me. As always, we're back. Fresh off a 30, little summer break, 30 days off. Summer break over. Yeah, summer break is over. It was a lot going on while I was gone, man. I uh, I appreciate the patience from everyone. I had to go, you know, enjoy some time before <clears throat> the summer before, you know, you know when, it, when it's fall. It, it, it's, it's, we're, we're back full, full tilt NFL. Then we got the NBA following right after. We got playoff baseball that I think we'll watch. But the Premier League starts. <laughs> Everything. You're not gonna watch no baseball, man. I've I've watched two baseball <laughs> games this year, and it's the two games I went to, man. I'm sorry, to all, I'm sorry, to all this. You know what it was, real quick. Like, so obviously, I don't really get into baseball heavy till after the NBA season, but I'm on White Sox Twitter and all that. So, like during the end of the NBA season, which was the beginning of the baseball season, White Sox Twitter was just a bloodbath. Yeah. So by the time it was like time to watch baseball, like I had already been checked it was out. All, it was like, yeah, I knew, what I, I knew what I needed to know. You know what I mean? So I've yes. been to two games this year, watched two games, had a great time, still love going to baseball games. But I don't like baseball enough to watch of my team be bad. And I don't like baseball enough to watch other teams. So. Yeah, that's a fact. I, I already know. I know exactly what you're talking about. But yeah, we're going to watch a little playoff ball. At least I will. Yeah. But we got a lot to catch up on. We got to touch on, first of all, NFL training camp is now opened up. I'm going to get Nick's training camp takes. Is that a thing? Should we just sit back and actually just enjoy that it's coming back and, and you know, take with a grain of salt what we're seeing with people throwing the ball around in shorts and T-shirts? <laughs> and that's about it, right? Or, or, or should we actually bring takes and expect something out of the clips that we're seeing out of there? We'll talk to Sean Watson. He got six games that finally came down. Big Nick the Quick. Um, we 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 <laughs> we doubled or nothing. It was initially uh, some steak tacos, and now it's it's uh, it's upped to a dinner. If Arsenal, whoever finishes above the table in the Premier League, Arsenal Tottenham. So we'll figure that out. Easy money. You think? Yeah, that's easy. <laughs> but yeah, we got a lot to talk about, man. We're gonna touch on a bunch of stuff. I'm just happy to be back. We're gonna catch up a little bit. Big Nick, the quick, what's going on? Man, just chilling, man. Enjoying summer, man. It's been a it's been a beautiful summer, you know. Not, nothing too crazy, man. Just laying low. No no big trips planned. I didn't have the big extravaganza like you, but you did inspire me. I think I'm. I have to put that on the menu for next yeah. year for sure. Yeah, yeah, do it, man. It, it's it's worth it. It's a lot of fun, and um. That's a once-in-a-lifetime trip. I'll never Absolutely. be out there for that long ever again. And right. it was dope to kick it in multiple cities four or five days at a time. So Yeah, it was shit, cool. looked, shit looked dope, man. I'm glad you guys had a good time, man. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. For the people that don't know, I was out in Greece. Then I went to Italy. We did Athens. I saw the Acropolis. I did all that. Partied in Mykonos. That was very, very active. I saw Mo Salah at the club. I saw a bunch Shut of people. Mo, Sa- Mo Salah goes to the club? Oh. I thought he's like hardcore doesn't do that. He's you not know, drinking you, though, right? You, but... you know how the football dudes get on holiday. They they yeah, go yeah. kick it. Jack Grealish in Vegas, like the whole thing. So they right. were out. But yeah, I was in Mykonos. Then we went to Pados. Hopped around a couple different islands. Went to Santorini. Um, then went over to Italy. Went to Positano. Did the Amalfi Coast a little bit. It was very, very legitimate. A place I don't really... I really try to avoid hyped up spots, right? Like I don't want to go to the spot that's that is the hype that is the hyped up spot right the now. The <laughs> hottest place via the internet on right. TikTok on IG. I, I try to avoid those spots, but this was worth the trip. It was crowded, but it was sick. Like the 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 vantage points, the views, everything was really dope. 
But um, but yeah, man. Then we went up the row, went to Rome, Florence, Venice. It was awesome. So I had a really good time. You catch any sporting events? No, nah, man. There wasn't really shit going on, and I wasn't really looking. Right. But there wasn't really much, man. It was like the dead of summer, and it was hot. It was really hot. Right. <laughs> I always like feel like, I always feel like you could stumble upon some random sport that you wouldn't, you know, have. Yeah. I, I get, you know, you weren't there for that, but you know, just like, yeah. stumble on some random ass. Sport hey, yo, actually, you speaking never of that, you'd see. Like I walked by an Irish pub. Yeah. I walked by an Irish pub and there was, I stopped to look at what they, cause like it was a bunch of English people outside watching. Yeah. So I stopped and looked at the TV and this was a sport I'd never seen before. It was, they called it, um, fuck, what's the name? Something about like, they, it was like lacrosse and soccer mixed into one or rugby and, and lacrosse mixed into one. You threw the ball through posts. Yeah. But I, oh, I can't remember what it's called. I'm blanking. But I'll I'll, nope. I'll follow up and I'll hit you with it. But yeah, yeah, I never seen it before. But I knew it was popular because I looked at the stadium. There was fifty five thousand people in the seats. So like there it wasn't go. like so, it was like some bullshit. Some, somebody somebody cares. Yeah, it was some. It was Irish, I believe. Okay. So, but yeah, we'll figure that out. But let's get into it, man. I know we wanted to start. We I don't, I don't want to talk about Lamar Jackson because I'm disgusted. I, <laughs> I, I I I can't deal with. There's no way we can't talk about Lamar Jackson. Okay, well then let's 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 open with that. Let's get that out of the way because I we I think the people of No Catch Up and the people that listen to us and rock with us know where we stand on get people getting paid, players getting paid. Do whatever you have to do to get paid. I don't care if you sit out the year. I don't care if you sit out a year and a half. I don't care if whatever you got to do. Do do what you got to do to get paid. If you have to tell the team that I will study for four hours a day. Every day <laughs> to get your deal, do what you have to do. Let's let's. I feel like that that particular right. subject was made for us. So let's let's kind of just let's go around before we you know. So let's just talk Lamar. about the new contracts in the let's league, and then the we'll talk about Lamar going yeah. out there, right? Because it seems like everybody's getting paid. First off, I think I put this on Twitter. If you're a wide receiver, just hold out. I don't care if you're in your first year, your second year, your third year. Fuck if I'm Jamar Chase, I'm, I'm seriously considering holding out at this point because all these receivers are getting $25, 26000000 million a year. And I, I, if it, this is obviously the summer of the receiver, the offseason of the receiver. It's always the offseason of the quarterback, but receivers are getting paid. So you see DK got paid. Uh, our boy, they want to pay in San Fran. Debo Samuel got paid. Debo got paid. Yeah, uh, Hunter Renfro got paid. got paid. Hunter Renfro got paid. Yeah. Devontae got paid. Devontae so got paid. Yeah. Receivers, go ahead and get your money. Now, when it comes to the quarterbacks, obviously Deshaun Watson got paid 230 million guaranteed. So for me, if I'm Lamar, it's that that's kind of the starting point. If we're being completely you, you, you honest. You think his starting point should be up by Deshaun and not Kyler? Yes. Because Kyler's not Kyler's not the level of player that that Deshaun and uh and and Lamar are. That he's been he's been the playoffs once, and was terrible. You know what yeah, I mean? And, and, and you know the story with the Cardinals. They start off hot, they cool off, they back into the playoffs, and they don't really do anything. So while I, I don't fault Kyler for getting his money, absolutely, like you need to get your money. Um, I don't think he's at that level. If I'm up Lamar, I'm not comparing myself to Kyler Murray. That's not even a, that's not a floor for me. Like the floor for me is Lamar is a uh, Deshaun Watson's deal, the two hundred and thirty million guaranteed. From there, you can look at Russ Wilson's new deal. Um, who else got paid? Derek Carr. Um, I'm not. I'm not even discussing those guys. It starts with Deshaun Watson. If Deshaun Watson gets two hundred and thirty million guaranteed, coming off of what he was coming off, coming off of what he was coming off of in a new team, he is not a former NFL MVP. He doesn't have the winning percentage that I have. He's not taking. Bum squads like last year's squad to the playoffs, right? Like, that's where I'm starting at, man. And I'm the next guy up. So, like, my issue with Lamar isn't that he hasn't signed a deal yet. It's that he hasn't signed a deal yet, and he's taking his ass to training camp. Well, this is the thing about that, right? So, from me reading between the lines and everything that he comes out and says is, like, I'm going to have a deal before the season starts. And it seems kind of like if I don't, it's a it's a hold in as they call it. Like I'm in I'm in camp. I'm here. I'm not going full tilt. I'm not doing anything crazy. But I expect to have a deal before week one. If you want to see Lamar Jackson suited up, number eight in purple and black, come Sunday. So that, that that's kind of what I'm reading between the lines. My gut tells me. I think this guy just loves playing football a little too much, and and I mean that 
And by saying he's just going to, I think he's going to get in the spot where it's like time to play or not. And he's going to pick play without the new deal. And I hope that's not the case. That's kind of the, the my gut feeling with Lamar is that he's going to get down to the point where it's time to play football that counts, and he's going to play. Well, you know and the he, problem and with that? Regardless of a deal or not. The problem with that is the Baltimore Ravens also feel that way, too. That's what I'm Very saying. clearly, because they're not pressed. Like, when I sent you that social media clip, and you're like, oh, that's just some 25-year-old intern tweeting that, I'm like, it doesn't matter. They're not pressed. Like, they're just not pressed. He's there. He's in camp. You want to put pressure on people? Apply pressure. Go to Cabo. Don't show up. Um, which had me thinking, like, have we ever seen a starting quarterback actually hold out in the training camp? Not one of these, like, rookie deal, Jamarcus Russell, Sam Bradford type things, but, like, uh, entrenched starting quarterback hold out of training camp for a new deal. Like, has that ever been done that you can think of? I can't think of any quarterback that's ever held out. Like, in for act- in actual training camp? Yeah, like, like, I'm like, not, like, like an actual real holdout, like Roquan Smith holding out. Like, I'm not coming. Yeah. I mean, what we well, we saw what Rodgers did last year. He, yeah. he showed he showed up, but yeah, it was he was starting to push it. But you know, the what? Rodgers' situation to me is a, it's a whole nother. Yeah, but well, the we've reason never really seen a guy be like, yo, I need for a deal for like an actual like I need a deal like your traditional holdout. Like we haven't seen that, right? Well, the reason you see it, you don't see it, is because they're holding out prior to camp and it gets done before camp starts. Kyler Murray. Yeah, exactly. Free holdout. I, remember, is it done? There's a reason Tyler, Kyler Murray's deal got done ten days ago. Remember when the Kyler Murray stuff broke, and I said, "Listen, I don't really agree with how he's going about this." Yeah. But this is how you get a deal. Like he's he's going about this all wrong. I don't really like how he's doing it. But I'm going to tell you what he's he how how many months ago did he press them? Yeah, right after what, the season was over. What was that? Three, four months ago? It's right after the season was over. He said, yeah, yo, yeah, yeah, I'm pressing money. these dudes flat out to get. I'm telling you right now, I'm not coming. Don't expect me until I get a deal. And what do you know? He had the Cardinals in a, in a headlock, and he got a new deal. $160 million guaranteed, and they, five and years. Still, and they still railroaded him right after the fact, too, by releasing that. Now, and, the, and for anybody, that's 100% an Arizona Cardinals leak. Just like the shit. Remember when he first asked for the deal? There was a whole bunch of, oh, coaches are worried about this. He's not really a leader. The Cardinals have been leaking shit on him since the end of the season to make him look bad, and it keeps backfiring on them. He will not finish out his career in the Arizona Cardinals. That's a guarantee for sure. Yeah. That's not a good situation. They 100% leaked that contract detail, thinking it would make them look good, and all it did is like, well, so you mean to tell us you just gave a guy $200 million that you don't trust that he does the work? Yeah, basically. Four hours a week? Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's 30 minutes a day. <laughs> but that's the thing, like – I wonder. I th- I guess at that point, if you're Kyler and his people, you're like, I don't give. A f- I don't care what this says. Like, uh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, four Whatever. hours. Yeah, no yeah. problem. And even uh, say, yeah, he can't look up. Do you see the, the details? Like, he can't look at his phone. He can't be playing. No, videos. I didn't see that. Yes, it said it's four hours of uninterrupted study time, which is no being distracted on the internet, no playing video games, not entertaining guests. Like, <laughs> it, it literally told him he has to sit in his room for four hours a week and uh, study film. Huh? And then leaked it. They leaked, they leaked, they leaked the ver- – there's no way Murray's team would leak that shit. That was leaked by the Cardinals. What a disaster. Yeah. So, But, yeah, to your point, you get that shit done before camp. Yeah. Everybody understands that. Like, you're pre-holding out. You're, Kyler told them, I'm not showing up. They got his deal done. But they knew Lamar was always showing up. Right. So what's the, what's the pressure to get the deal done? And it's not like this is a new thing. We're going on, what, 18 months now you and I have been talking about? We were talking about Lamar Jackson's deal before last year. Why is he going to this year's deal without a deal or any framework of a deal being laid out? So here we are a week and a half into training camp the next season. And we're talking about Lamar playing on a franchise tag. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. I know this is a precarious position for a head coach to be in, right? But is there anything could could Harbaugh be doing more? Because that's what I was thinking about. Like, what if Harbaugh came out and was like, man, look. Like, kind of backed his quarterback. Like, yo, let's get this guy a new deal. He deserves a new deal. I don't see why he doesn't have a new deal. Or is that just something you you stay out of? Yeah, Harbaugh's an employee of the team, number one. It's not yeah, it's, it's but just, You just stay out of it. You stay out of it, man. Just like all players stay out of other players' business, I think coaches stay out of that. No, business. but this is but, – but, 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 okay, but 
I, I also need a good starting quarterback in this league to do to he knows if if Lamar's not playing his job they're gonna be bad. Well that's why you don't show and that's why you don't show up to camp. Right? You no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm strictly I'm talking yeah, about yeah, yeah, Harbaugh. Sure. You're talking about Harbaugh, but I'm just saying to back up the point of not why we say don't show up to camp. Eight days without a quarterback, you're going to be calling Lamar getting the deal done. But yeah, I digress. And well, I I get what you're saying. Like <laughs> yeah. that's why you you yeah you even put Harbaugh's pizza fire. Like, hey man, we got hey, it. Hey, maybe Harbaugh. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Hey, but look, Harbaugh's man. looking at it in camp. Like oh, man, Huntley was cool in relief, but I'm not going through the whole off season of the Tyron Ty. What's his name? Whatever. Ty, shout out Tyler Huntley. Yeah, um, Tyler, Tyler Huntley, Huntley yeah. experience. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that's not what I signed up for. So yeah. Yeah, if you're Harbaugh, you might be talking to ownership like, hey, get a deal done. But I don't think you go out publicly. And the Ravens, I think the Ravens are one of those organizations, kind of like the Steelers, where, like, it doesn't seem to get messy. You know what I mean? Like, they sure. just, they, they, they handle themselves in a very professional, tight-lipped type way. And from every, all the reporting around this holdout or whatever, not holdout, this contract situation is you can't really get too much from either side, right? Like, if Sheffy doesn't have shit on it, Rappaport doesn't have shit on it, like, it's just kind of being kept close to the chest. So I don't know what he's asking for. Maybe That's he's in the there other saying, question too. give me yeah. 300 million guaranteed. <laughs> 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 Which, hey, look, check it out. That's what you asked for, man. If Deshaun Watson could get 230 guaranteed after sitting out for an entire year and having 24 sexual assault allegations against him, then I'm Lamar Jackson. I've been a model citizen. I show up to everything. To the point, maybe, hey, I did come to camp as a sign of good faith, right? But check it out. If I'm him right now, I'm like, if the deal's not done by Friday, I'm not coming back next week then. I came here for two weeks, showed yeah. you guys I'm dedicated, right? Showed you I'm a team player. I still don't have a deal. Kyler's getting deals. Uh, this guy's getting deals. Receivers are getting deals. What's the problem? And look at my record. And I don't want to hear any of that other shit. Look at my record. When we play, we when I play, we win. When I play, we win. Y'all give me no – all my running backs were hurt last year. I played, we won. I got no receivers. I played, we won. Hardball is about to be out of a job. I played, we won. Ever yeah. since I got here, all we've done is win. Cody P dropped it. Do you think you guys think Lamar has any leverage because the offense is built around him and they completely F changed F their F offense F when F they drafted him? Of course. Yes. He's the whole team. Yeah, their whole roster is he's the entire team. Yes. <laughs> he's the entire franchise. Yeah. That's he has all the leverage all in the, the leverage. world. He's way up there. He has all the leverage in the world. That's every, why every day he's in camp, he takes a step down, though. I will say this, man. I don't. Man, it's it's a tough situation. It's not to me. It's a tough situation because we don't know what he's asking for. We don't really know yeah. what's going on. But I would, man, I would really, I hope Dak, Dak should call him. But look, bro. Yeah, bro. Don't do it. I just did Dak. this a couple years ago. I And I snapped my leg. Luckily, And I, I luckily. We were terrible. Got back and still got paid. Yeah. And, and I got lucky because it was a bone injury. It was a, just a, a simple leg break. They, they, I went into surgery, got casted up. I was back fine. It's all good. It wasn't a major knee reconstruction. It wasn't a crazy neck injury or something sure, like something that. Something where I'm not going to get right. paid. Exactly. And, so, well, and I'm not responsible for rushing for 700 to 1,000 yards a season. Yes, exactly. Our and I'm going to say this. Successful. And I'm going to say this one last time. If Lamar Jackson walks out on the field without a deal, the Baltimore Ravens are going to run that man into the complete dirt. He's going to be on kick return, RG, punt right, return. You think I'm kidding. He's going to be sure. nickel corner. Monster but back. like in, in all seriousness, he's going to, they're going to, he's going to have tons of carries. He's going to be they're, – they're, they're going to get him the ball as much as they physically can while paying him the least amount of money they possibly can. So, so what do you don't think, do it. What do you think his thinking is behind going to camp, though, other than as a sign – like maybe it was a sign like, – showing up in Baltimore to me is a sign of good faith. Going yeah. out there and putting on pads, like that's a whole nother step. So someone was on the other day saying if you're the uh, – I think it was Tannenbaum who was like if, we're the, if I'm the Ravens, you're not putting him in any types of harm's way. Like there's think, a, a handshake agreement that hey we won't get you hurt while sure. this is going on. There's no such thing as that, by the way. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree. Like with you that go out, you put on spikes yeah, and you go out on the field and you're doing stuff. You, you can hurt. get hurt. Yep. And secondly, I just think this guy loves football. I think he's very confident in himself, and I think he's kind of like he doesn't strike me as being very pressed about it. No, obviously he showed the yeah. camp like hey. So like that's and like he tweeted the other day. 
on like the AB things. Like, I can't wait to do this dance. And that means, you know, who knows what that means? Like, it could mean after he gets a deal, before he gets a deal. But I just think he doesn't seem very pressed. I think he loves playing ball. And he's like, okay, you guys don't want to, you sure. guys don't want to give me a deal right now. Then I, I think part of, part of him is like, I'll just go out and play on it. Fuck it. And we'll see what happens. I think that's, I really think my gut tells me that's kind of his personality and kind of how he wants to go about it. Um, because he doesn't seem. Do you remember how aggressive Aaron Rodgers was before he got a deal and and, and when people started getting shipping out, getting shipped out? I'm yeah. not saying he's on Aaron Rodgers' stature, sure. but he, dude, even Kyler Murray, guy's done nothing. Yeah, he started writing letters. He started telling people all yeah, types of shit. Writing letters, delete his Instagram. Do you know what I'm, yo, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? What, so that's what I'm saying. And he, when, what happens? They apply pressure. They got a deal. I have yet to see a football player that's really good in the league that can make an impact in the league that plays hardball lose. Especially when you're a quarterback. I haven't seen. Let me repeat that. I haven't seen an NFL player that's one of the best at their position in the league play hardball and lose. Right. They this always is, get a deal. They may have to sit. The 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 most extreme Le'Veon. case of all time is Le'Veon Bell, who paid. sat out the whole year and he got paid at the end. Paid, of it. he's fine. So now. I've never seen an NFL player play real deal hardball and lose. And Lamar doesn't seem to be well, playing. No, no, real no, no. Hardball. I think you were right on when you said elite. There's a dude, the only dude who I've seen it really backfire on. Oh, the, I my, man's from the, my man's from the Chargers. Yeah, the the running uh, back. Melvin, um, Mel, Melvin, Melvin Gordon. Ingram, Melvin Gordon. Yeah, he Melvin tried to play hardball. They're like, yeah, bye, and that was it. Yeah. But you, you, he didn't have any leverage. You know, what I mean, he was a, he was a, yeah, exactly, whatever he running had, back. He's not Lamar Jackson. Not a former yes. league MVP. And to Cody's point, he's not someone that the offense is built around. You can't just plug other guys in here. You draft for Lamar Jackson type players. You sign all these tight ends. You sign certain type of receivers that are for Lamar. You sign running backs that are for Lamar. You sign linemen that are built to protect Lamar. Like that is your whole program. And again, what is it? The starting, the starting record when he plays. Um, 37 and 12. Come on, man. Stop. That's all I'm doing. 37 and 12. Yeah. It's, so, I, it's, so 37 and 12. It's hard to, it's hard to argue. So give me a hundred million per win. We're good to go. Or 10 million per win. That's 370 million. We're good to go. I'll be there. <laughs> all right. Let's move off Lamar. Cause it's very clear on where we're at, but let's talk about, um, let's talk about this training camp in general. Yeah. Anything. What what do you what do you typically when you're reading when you open up the athletic or whatever you're reading to keep up with the Bears? I've been on the athletic and you're reading about training camp stuff. Yeah. How do you digest it? I think the biggest thing to look at, I don't necessarily always look at play. Um, I do think a couple things stood out to me with the Bears. Obviously, yesterday the Tevin Jenkins news came out. Um, he hasn't been practicing. I thought it was an injury. Apparently, the coaching staff isn't impressed with them. For everybody that doesn't remember, Tevin Jenkins was a Bears second-round pick last year. We cut Charles Leno Jr., moved yeah. up to draft Tevin Jenkins. He was hurt for a lot of last year. Finally got in. Wasn't that great. Protected Justin Fields on that one situation. Uh, but other than <laughs> yeah. that, wasn't really that great. But was projected to be, you know, the left tackle of the future. Um, and obviously, they we signed Riley Reef, some other guys, and Jenkins hasn't been playing. Then it comes out. Yeah. Or Kaplan said the other day that he's been hearing that he's immature, not hitting it off with the coaching staff. And then we hear yesterday he's on the block. So stuff like that is obviously eyebrow raised. Like, that's not fluff. That's real. Um, also, who's getting the first team reps? Like, there's no wasted reps in the NFL, right? So, like, if you're getting a lot of reps, the team wants to feature you in their plans going forward or at least see how that handles. So I think, you know, when it comes to like things like the Bears offensive line or if I had another team – you know, my running back, whoever it might be, whoever's getting those first team reps, those are the players that you should be looking at because it's not like JV football where you're just throwing guys in every three plays for for for, for bodies. You know what I mean? Um, holdouts, obviously. You got the Roquan situation. Um, who else? I think there's a few other guys holding out around the league. But if you're like, hey, man, this receiver's been tearing it up in camp, I'm kind of like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Um, I, I texted Nick this earlier. I mean, this is known in me and Nick talking, and I've said this before on the pod. I, I, I'm I completely done with making inferences on rookies. I, I'll say, like, maybe what I kind of see in them or what I think. But I, I, I'm not really I'm, – I'm done with trying to predict if they're going to be good or not or what's happening. And that's the same thing for training camp footage. 
summer league to you? Some it's it's exactly what it is. I don't really care about any of this stuff. Tua going deep to Ty Hill, cool. You also can't touch Tua in practice, by the way, in case you guys forget that. No one can touch the quarterback. He's not worried about anything. I hear Justin Fields is doing this and doing that. I don't care. I don't care about I any do, of that. I do care about that. You don't want to hear I, he's playing like shit. I, I don't I don't care. I don't care if he's playing like shit either. You don't want to hear he looks, man. He looks terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I I, I guess. push back on that. Like I push back on that. I'm going I'm actually going on Sunday with Eli, but um if you're hearing, you know, Fields is turning the ball over left and right in camp. He can't grasp the playbook. They're 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 obviously taking a step back. They're not able to move forward. That shit matters. So let I me think, get this straight. The, the, good, the good stuff doesn't matter, but the bad yes, stuff matters. I think the bad stuff matters a lot more <laughs> than the good when it comes to training camp. That's my point. One hundred and ten percent. If he comes in looking sharp, that's what you expect. If you're not beating that expectation, that's when I would worry because everybody expects him. Because like you said, it's training camp, so he should come in and look sharp. Naturally, he should look better than he looked last year. If they're coming over here telling me that the new coaching staff is looking at him, we're like, who the hell is this? This right. is terrible. You're gonna be like, all right, wait, hold on. You're not gonna. That's not. You're not gonna lift the eyebrow at that. If they're like, I mean, I mean, ten picks today. He can't, he can't. He doesn't know the plays. He's struggling <laughs> at the line. He's fucking. Well, okay, he's that's an extreme example. Like, but I. Yeah. I, but I would still wait to see it on Sunday. Like, yeah, for sure. Like, I don't. I, I'm. Yeah, I don't. I'm, I still need to see it on Sunday. I don't really. I. Yeah, that's that's my take on it. I, I'm done with like, oh, he, he, he looks really good, or they're doing this. The offense looks solid. You know how many times we've heard that and seen the offense come out, and it's one of the worst offenses we've seen on the Chicago. Like, I don't. I. I it means nothing. And also, it's all manicured stuff. Stuff that's being released. Who's allowed access to the field? Who's everything is all manicured. Like, I mean, call journalism what you want, but and there's some guys that are shooting it straight. There's no question about that. But guys aren't burying people on on training camp stuff. They're 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 reporting on what they see and whatever. Like the Trey Lance stuff. I don't care about any of that. Let's see what this let's see what Kyle Shanahan does on Sunday and let's see what he looks like. When the shit counts, I, I care that before he throws the ball, it seems to go all the way back behind his back and then comes back up. <laughs> so how, you know that you play quarterback, you yeah. can't do that in the NFL. How about this, man? That's just gonna take three. Seconds how about this? The, the, let me let me be more clear because I I understand what Buda, you're saying Buda about eating that. If some negative stuff comes out, it's, it is a little eye, yeah, eyebrow raising, right? Sure. But I'm not I I'm not creating an opinion or forming an opinion until I see real live action. Of course. So. But I think to say preseason, like, preseason does not matter at all. Those those are real reps though against other people yeah, that are trying yeah, to tackle yeah. you. Though. Yeah, and and that's the same thing where I'm looking for my. I'm looking to see if you know what you're doing as far as right. the result. If I have a guy who has 30 catches and 800 yards in the preseason, it's like, hey, guess what? He's probably a fringe player that played three quarters a game. You know what I mean? Because you have entire games where starters don't play. But if it looks like my quarterback can't adjust to the speed, can't grasp the offense, doesn't look sharper. Right, like command, like little things, man. The more the nuances, right? Like, what does it look like when he's coming out there, right? Because like there were times it feels last year. I love him, but it's like it's fucking deer in headlights. He has no idea what the hell's going on out there, right? He's just waiting not to get hit. Um, so if he's is he coming out? How does he look approaching the huddle? How's he breaking the huddle? How's his command, right? Like, how, is he flustered in there? How do his feet look? Little shit like that. Like, I, I'll hundred percent like that matters to me. But as far as performance. At the end of the day, no, nah, I care more about the other shit leading up to it. Because I think on Sunday, like you said, it's a whole different game. Yeah. And I've also said this. To me, this is Justin Fields' rookie year. I don't even remember anything he did last year, to be honest with you. Yeah. That, that, the whole year, the whole 2021 season for the Chicago Bears was a complete wash. It was a, it was a, it was a wasted year on the books. They could strike it from the history yeah. books. It doesn't even matter. And – I'll, I'll say this year, if they if they go over seven, I think we said this already. If they go over seventeen this year, and Justin Fields shows considerable progress. I'm happier than a pig and shit. One hundred percent. Well, this is because it's a new regime. Yes. We have a new GM. We have a new yes. coach. We exactly. have a new quarterback. It's all new, right? So yesterday, last year was a bunch of. I mean, we call. <laughs> don't even get me started. We, we already talked about to, this. We don't need to. Yeah, talk we don't need to get that. into this. But yeah, 
this is Justin Fields' rookie year for me. I'm excited to see what he does in live action, and that's yeah. when I'm going to start creating opinions on if he could play sure. or not. I think so, we're saying the same thing. It's yeah. just, yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna. Again, there's just little things that I that would be red flags. There's red flags. There can be red flags in training camp and preseason. How about that? No green flags, just red flags. Not necessary. I mean, no, the <laughs> green flags are hey, che- there's check marks. There's check marks and red flags. Check yeah. mark. All right. Okay. Do this. You do this. You do that. Cool. We're checking you off. Red flag is oh shit. Yeah. He's, so, yeah. he's throwing off his back foot. He has no idea what's going on. Once he breaks the huddle, he looks scared. You know what I mean? Like that stuff is definitely a red flag because you don't fix that in a week. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, let's talk about some of these quarterback storylines that we were talking about offline that we wanted to touch on because there's a lot of movement, man. We got Russ in Denver now. Mm-hmm. This is year two of Trevor Lawrence down. And this is his <laughs> – I don't want to say this is his rookie year two because no, he played every game, rookie. every snap. Yeah, yeah. But he, he also was playing for Urban Meyer who – finessed we'll just call it that and got and got Absolutely. a bunch of money and di- and go ahead and went ahead and took off but what a what a piece of shit there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of different human being <laughs> there's a lot of different quarterbacks with new new deals new, <laughs> new situations yeah baker down in carolina now let's yeah. let's actually start there <laughs> what is a baker mayfield if you're a panthers fan and i tell you that your qb competition this summer is Baker Mayfield versus Sam Darnold? Do you even watch this year? <laughs> hey, I think. Team? Let me I'm be like, clear like on that. where I'm at on Baker. Okay. Because I think he start. I think that I think the slander is starting to get to fever. It's a little too. It's a little too high. It's, yeah. He he's not one of the best quarterbacks in the league, but he's a middle of the pack quarterback in the NFL when healthy. I think he's shown that. I've watched it with my own eyes. He played really really poorly last year. But he was also in a really – he was in a really bad situation. Mm-hmm. He knew he was playing for his his future. He was hurt. Was behind him. And – him under the bus. Yeah. It, it was just – it just wasn't good. And I think, you know, that didn't fit really well with his personality. When he's one of those guys, when stuff's going really well, he rides it great, playing well, commercials. Everything is good. I'm smiling in the media. I'm dancing at practice. Stuff's going bad. He doesn't take it very well. He takes everything personally. And that's kind of where it got to in Cleveland last night. Now, I'm going to tell you this. It's the Remember, it's the, it's the same thing we talk about with Harden. Why did Harden skate criticism for all that long time? Because he's got a great relationship with the media. He's seen as a very affable, likable guy. Yeah. Baker is not. Yeah. So it's like Baker is one of those people that they are waiting for you to fail because you will get no benefit of the doubt. No benefit. No, you, you no won't, leniency. You won't, you won't get the Matt Ryan, Carson Wentz benefit of the doubt that these type of guys get because you come off as standoffish, brash, arrogant, in your face, planting flags, all that stuff, which is great yeah. when it's going well to your point. But when it's going bad, you're the type of dude no one has your back. Like they're waiting. You know what I mean? You're removing back knives from your back all day long when shit's not going well. If you're a Baker Mayfield. And again, he brought that on himself. I'm not knocking it because I think he needs that to survive. That chip on his shoulder is kind of what makes him who he is. But he had no he had no friends in the media when shit went sour. Yeah. And now so what I was getting at was Baker Mayfield's better quarterback, Sam Donald. That's it. That's all. I don't I don't want to hear I don't get Darnold. I don't, I don't want I don't get the Darnold love at all. I, I've I don't, seen I, I, I've, I, what more do we need to see? Yeah, I don't. He sucks. He's not He's not the starting quarterback in the NFL. He's not That's a quarterback it. in the NFL. He turns the ball over like it's going out of style. He, he'll, crazy. He'll, Sam Donald will be, a, will be in the league as a backup oh, for yeah. a long time. Well, yeah, but he's not look. a starting quarterback in the NFL for me. Oh, so brutal. I'm interested to see how that shakes out. I think Baker can bring some life out there. I think that's the biggest thing. Like, they don't have shit going on. No, nothing. So let the guy with the chip on his shoulder come in there and try to make a difference. He would be he'd be the guy where the Panthers started winning a couple of games and he'd be the he'd be the he'd be the Panther. Yeah, for sure. I love Carolina. I love I love, it, I love it out here, man. Shire's trying amazing, to make a difference man. out here. Yeah, exactly. Shout out LaMelo and the boys. Yeah, exactly. Like he's at Hornets game. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, he wants to love. He also soaks up he soaks up the hate. Exactly. He likes he acts like he soaks up the hate, but you know what it is the people who soak up the hate, they really soak up the love. The love. They exactly really anybody right. who soaks up the hate like that really soaks up the love. Because yes. the love is like, I told you so. I'm the man. Yeah, give me my yep. flowers. I want yep. the love. I want to be one. I'm a walk on. I went to two schools. I got traded from the first team that wanted me. Like all that shit. He's going to soak up the love. So, like, to your point, 
if he does a good job out there, yeah, absolutely. And they 100%. need they I don't blame them for making the move. If I'm that coach, they gave him all that money. He hasn't done shit. You bring in Darnold last year, he does yeah, nothing like that. Yeah, why not go grab Baker? Like for, I was surprised he was dangling out there that long. I think it came down to personality. Some organizations just aren't going to deal with that. But to your point, I don't think he's the worst quarterback in the league. I think he's somewhat serviceable, but he can't be the reason. You know what I mean? He he can be a part of what you're doing. Remember when they when they were good, it was Chubb and Hunt, and they were running all over the place. Stefanski would take the ball out of his hands, Baker make a play on third down, don't turn the ball over, you know, and get us to the finish line. And they yeah. went to the playoffs that way. Um so, yeah, I don't have a problem with it. And I, I wish him nothing but the best, man. I got nothing against Baker. I like Baker. I like Do Baker. you? It doesn't bother me at all. I kind of like Baker. I like, <laughs> I like, I like it, man. I don't, it doesn't, some, some guys like that rub me the wrong way. I kind of like it with him. It doesn't bother me. I want him to do well. I got no, no ill will towards the guy at all. Yeah. No, I mean, I think he's just, I don't like he, Sam Darnold. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't go about it the right way all the time, but no. I think, uh, I have no, yeah, I have no quarrels with, uh, with, with Baker Mayfield. No question. Yeah, for sure, man. Do your thing. What um, do you think about what do you think about this situation in Denver? Russ leaves. Yeah. Apparently that situation in it's, Seattle was actually ass. like really, really bad. And then Russ just came out and came to the press conference and said, Go Hawks. And then for over and over and over again, but behind the scenes, it was just I think the Richard Seattle Seahawks. Sherman been telling us that for years. I think the Seattle Seahawks win two or three games. Yeah, that no, they're is the Pete Carroll uh, step down or no? No, no, Pete's still there. He's still there. The yeah, he's, he's uh, trying to. I just heard him the other day trying to sell me uh, Drew Locke and our our boy. Um, I mean, uh, why am I blanking yeah. on our guy's name? Uh, West Virginia legend Charlie Whitehurst. Uh, no, the, <laughs> no, Pat, the, Pat, Pat White, the quarterback that's on the Seahawks. He played a couple oh, of games last oh, year. Pat White, come on, oh. Geno Smith, man. Oh, Geno Smith is Geno still in the league. Oh, shout out, Geno. Geno. Dude, he's Gino, about to start. Remember when Gino didn't pay his debts? Folks <laughs> <laughs> smacked him. <laughs> I forgot about that. He, he, said, he was the starter and he got stole off of he my told him, he, he a said, seventh round pick. <laughs> he said, I don't care if you were a rook or not, facing the franchise or not, you owe me some money, <laughs> dog. You better. I forgot about that. It was Gino was supposed to go to dude's camp. Dude bought him a ticket. Gino didn't go to the camp. Dude was like, yo, I need my money back. And Gino was like, fuck you. Yeah, dude saw him in camp, fucking stole him and broke his face. <laughs> <laughs> but it was one of those things, though, where like no one really came out against dude that punched him. It was like everybody was like, "Yeah, Gino was wrong for that." Yeah, made that, it was like seven hundred bucks. It's like, yeah, oh, facts. Should have given this man his money. He's out here playing for like eight hundred a week. You know what I'm saying? He over yeah. here got a four year deal. So yeah, shout out Gino. Yeah, I completely forgot about Gino <laughs> Smith getting smacked. Yeah. So no, Pete Carroll was in front of the mic. I heard him the other day. He was Gino. He's telling us that uh, Gino and Drew could get it done. They could win a lot of games. Yeah, right. So, okay. Yeah, I'm not going for that. This will probably be Pete's last year. I'm gonna Absolutely. tell you that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call that right now. But well, but I'm you, just, I think you even said it last year or a couple of years ago when you had the Russ MVP ticket. It was like if Russ wasn't playing like out of his mind, it could not win a ball game. Yeah, that was it. Out, he had to play out of his mind, and then when that finally slowed down, the team fell off a cliff. I think. Well, this is the thing. I think. When he was at that MVP level for those first, I think it was like the first eight weeks of the year, and then he kind of fell off towards the end. He was on fire. And then last year, he just wasn't bought in. He's like, this shit's not working. I'm I'm tired of dealing with Pete. The whole situation is just not good. I asked for a lineman. Y'all don't get me lineman. Exactly. I asked to do this. You don't don't input me in the the game plan and the offense and what we got to do. So, you know, I'll just go ahead and cruise out this year, and then I need to be moved. That's it. So – what do you think is going to happen in Denver? Is he going to show up like MVP looking Russ? I think they're going to be really good, but they're also in a really tough conference in the AFC West, so or division, I should say. So, all we've been hearing the last two years is if only Denver had a quarterback. If only Denver had a quarterback. That's true. I think. Look, the AFC West is tough. I think some of the AFC. I heard Greeny called the maybe the best division ever the other day. It's like yo, pump the brakes. Remember okay. some of those NFC West years where you had the uh, the Hawks. The fucking Niners and the Rams were good. Like those were those were real division. Like and the Cardinals were like eight and eight type shit. Yeah. Like that. Those are some of the better divisions. You've had some NFC and East everybody played crazy. crazy D. Those yeah. NFC West. Those NFC West those NFC divisions West were sick. 
and everybody's home field was crazy. Like Shout you go out, to Arizona, Arizona was an unknown home field. You had the Seattle 13th man shit or 12th man shit. Like, yeah, dog. So I think that those are some of the best. I think that we're getting crazy on some of this AFC West love, but I will say Are you that, saying before we even see any of it play out? We haven't seen too? any of it play out. We haven't seen any of it. It's like, yo, I like Herbert, right? But I love that Herbert. team is still a little bit behind him. Can he bring that team up to where they need to be? They did some dumb shit last year. Denver, it's like, yeah, we are injecting the quarterback in there, but it's a new situation. He's got to adjust. Let's see what happens. I'm excited about it. Carr, I like the Raiders. I actually think they did really – if you look at what they did last year after everything that they went through, you had a receiver kill somebody. You had a fucking coach come out with slurs and get fired in the middle of the year. You're playing a new uh, building. Their car held it together. Say what you want to. He's a corny dude, right? Corny as fuck. He's just a straight edge. Yeah, he's a straight edge guy. I kind of like the guy. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think he's solid. Um, I think he rides for his guys. That's that's the biggest thing you want. they love him. They love him. Yeah. Devontae Adams said, I'm going over there to play with that dude. Yeah. You understand? So, and uh, who's the other team in the other, the last team is whatever. The Chiefs, Raiders, Chargers. Oh, and the Chiefs. Yeah, the Chiefs. So, yeah. I mean, man, that division is going to be crazy, man. Um, I still got the Chiefs winning it, though. I think I find this this Mahomes coming out talking about we're not getting the respect we deserve pretty funny. Yeah. Or like him and he's talking about black quarterbacks and having to prove himself over and over again. The fact that he even addresses that stuff is stupid to me. I wouldn't even talk about that stuff. You you know what the fuck's been going on the last four years when I'm at the helm? Yeah. I don't what are y'all even talking about? Right. Next question. Two Super Bowl appearances, the one I lost was to Tom. Yeah. Like, <laughs> cut it out. <laughs> what are um, we talking about? I didn't even. Here? I didn't even hear that he said that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, well, he was saying he was talking about the Kyler thing and him not studying, and then Lamar, like the Lamar situation. And he said basically that you know black quarterbacks continue to have to prove themselves, and that and one guy had a report that didn't put Mahomes in the t- in tier one and said if you once you get him off his first read. He plays backyard football, and that could be stopped, but no one stopped him yet. Where? Yeah, where? Where is that? I don't know what he's talking about. I will say this, though, um, to the backyard football quote type thing. He does do that, and I think his biggest weapon – I think when you talk about, like, who's going to miss who more, is Ryder's going to miss Adams more? The Ty Hill, yeah. Ty Hill allowed the plays to break down for him because what Ty – Ty Hill knew he was on the same page. We're breaking down on I'm just fucking running. I'm out. As fast as I can somewhere. To some spot where there's daylight, which we saw. Remember the playoffs? He finds a spot that's daylight. I run. He broke around the playoffs. Forget which game it was. He broke the route, ran to daylight, and Mahomes got it to him there. Right, yeah. like so. Like they have that type of shit that you can't really replace any other type of way. Right. So like I think that that is going to be an issue, but I'm not worried about Pat Mahomes struggling. Yeah. And Pat Mahomes is 100 tier one. We were talking about last year. Is this he's, the best he's quarterback we've ever one. seen? Yeah, he's, he's above, above tier one. one. He's like, not even in tier. Mahomes. He's not in tier home because we don't talk about it. He's, he's the best quarterback best in the league. Quarterback yeah. in the league. Yeah. You know what I mean from a skill standpoint. So I'm not worried about that. And the Chiefs have always drafted well, and Andy Reid has always put guys in position to have success. There's a reason why Reid goes places, and you have sustained success in Philly. No sustained success in the Chiefs since he's been there. Sustained success. So I trust the program over there. Um, that's why I think they're going to win that division. But that division is going to be fun. I'm excited to see Herbert. I yeah, think me he's too. Gonna, he's going to take that year three leap. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I think <laughs> he is going to have to kick. I mean, that team defensively too. Derwin James. Yeah, we got he stays, Mac. If he stays healthy. Yeah, if he stays healthy, Mac is Mac is now Mac's going to have people. I want to people that aren't from Chicago that listen to this pod. I'm going to tell you this. Khalil Mack took the entire year off last year. Sure did. And maybe the second and maybe the second half of the year before that off. Yep. Folks was cruising. He play a snap here, play a snap there. He's gonna, he's going to a spot in LA with the Chargers where they're gonna be competitive and he's gonna want to play hard and they're gonna be good. Yeah. So I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see the Chargers overall. Sure. And they're and they're gonna keep the pedal on the metal going for fourth down. That was that was that was their thing last year. Fourth and Staley, seven doesn't Staley matter. Staley ball, Staley <laughs> goes. So that'll be exciting. I wonder if Herbert will start to run. I, I wonder if they'll have more design runs like they do for Josh Allen out in Buffalo for Herbert. I don't. Allen's, Allen's a slightly better athlete, wouldn't you say? Um, I don't know if he's. I a mean, better Herbert athlete. does have. I guess Herbert does have a little bit of. He does have. Some, he does have some wheels. 
I, I, I think he's a little bit of a better athlete, but I know this for a fact. He's bigger. Josh yeah. Allen is just huge. Oh, Josh Allen's way. Yeah, I was about to say Josh Allen's yeah. way bigger. Aren't his yeah. red zone numbers like he's the best red zone quarterback statistically like in the history of the NFL, right? Yeah, so that's like where it, it could get a little spooky. You don't want to beat up Herbert because Josh Allen can – it seems like anyway that he could deal with the, the punishment because he's big enough and he's taking shots and it doesn't seem like that big an issue. But I would, I'd be interested to see – if he gets a little more, a little more running going this year for Herbert. On, on Josh Allen, the trajectory tells us that he's going to be a fucking at a different stratosphere this year if he continues on his current path of just yeah. excellence. Um, and, and again, we talk about it. It's crazy to see where Josh Allen's comes from, but that's what happens when you develop a quarterback. That's yeah. what happens when the program is to develop a quarterback. Hey, yep. McDermott, what's your job? Develop the quarterback. All right, cool. I'm going to bring in this offense. Hey, we developed the quarterback. That's it. And there's been times too for Buffalo when they've been really, really good defensively. And then offense has kind of been struggling. And then the offense is really good. Defense is struggling. If they could get on the same page, super dangerous. They had a bunch right. of games last year where they just disappeared against really bad teams because yeah. I lost money. I remember they, they lost yeah. to like Miami. Yep. They, they like lost at home to another really, really bad team. But th- those are the two guys I want to see the most, Josh Allen Josh, and, uh, and Herbert. So those are, your, those are your top guys, top situations you're looking at going into the year? No question. The things I see from Herbert, it looks like baby Aaron Rodgers to me. And I've watched Aaron Rodgers oh, wow. very closely my entire life. I've been on, I've been an Aaron Rodgers fan since I don't even know, since he, since he, since he took over the helm in Green Bay. I've been, I've been telling y'all he's the best quarterback I've ever seen. And he's continued to do that year in, year out. But the stuff that I see from Herbert kind of reminds me of a lot of that stuff. So I'm excited to see, to see that guy get rolling this year. I'm excited for some of the year two guys. Um, we already talked about Trevor Lawrence a little yeah. bit. A lot of these guys are doing a redo of their rookie year, I feel like. They just had bad coaching situations, bad personnel situations. Lawrence, obviously, like the talent was there in college, so I kind of want to see what he can do. I think that was just a terrible spot for him to sure. be in. Um, Zach Wilson in New York. Talk about training camp love. He's getting some training camp love. I yeah, thought he, he was is. awful last year. Like, in everything I watched, he looked terrible, but let's see. Um, you know who I think? I think it's funny, man, because this team, from what I'm hearing, isn't getting a lot of love. And I can't understand why, when your quarterback was good as a rookie, right, took you to the playoffs, and you're coming into your second year, you obviously trust the head coach is the Patriots. Why Why is there no New England love? Why are we not expecting mm. Mac Jones to take that leap? Like, yeah, Mac know. Jones was in a QB battle last year with Cam Newton for half a camp. He had a great rookie year, I thought, was poised, led that team to playoff, didn't do too much, but didn't hurt them. Everything that I'm hearing is like, yo, Mac Jones came back into camp this year. He's that guy. But then at the same time, it's like, yeah, I don't know about the Patriots. It's like, wait, what are we talking about here? Bill has been showing you for years. He doesn't need a whole lot. If his quarterback is good, that's a team to watch out for. So I'm, I'm excited to kind of see what Mac's going to do, man. I, I liked Mac Jones a lot last year. Yeah, they're getting no no love. No love. And it doesn't no make talk. any sense. They make the playoffs every year. Yeah, no, Mac looked good. They say he's in the best shape of his life. We saw some pictures of him yeah. looking slim. anymore. Look, <laughs> looking slim. He's flexing in pictures. Yeah. They were really good last year for, for a majority of the year. They tailed off towards the end, but they were really, really good. Yeah. Bill Belichick's Bill Belichick. They did lose. We didn't even bring this up talking about the, you want to talk about uh, Derek Carr and the Raiders and Devontae. Oh, they got Josh McDaniel. Yeah, but then he didn't he bring in two other guys that were for he brought uh he brought your man's from New York back. Well, they don't have coordinators. You know they don't have a coordinator on either side of the ball. There's no offensive coordinator. Well, I was just bringing up really quick that the Raiders also have Josh McDaniel who's going to be yeah. calling the plays for Carr and Devontae and all of them. That's a big big plus for them and that is a, that's a big loss for New England. He does a great job finding it. He does. It's, it's Belichick. <sighs> It's Belichick. Josh oh, has man, been, we, hey, hey, Josh has been wrong. Been along for a, has been around. Excuse me for a very long time, and he's been calling that offense for, I mean, how long? Of the six Super Bowls, I'd like to see how many different OCs they've had. Uh, I, it, I'll look it uh, up. But right Daniels now. Are probably there for two or three of them. Um, who else? Who was the guy? Wasn't Mangini an offensive coordinator for them? Yeah, I believe he's so. The coach of the Jets. Um, yeah, I know. I hear you. That's a huge loss. Like he obviously trusts him. I think I think Matt Patricia is helping with the offense. Remember Matt Patricia? Um, yeah. 
but I'm not overly worried about that, man. I think that uh, I think that again, that starts and ends with Belichick. He's going to be in charge of the offense. He knows what he's looking for. He knows some of the shit that McDaniel's was doing. I mean, that's the type of head coach that's involved in everything he's got going on, <laughs> I, dude. He, Belichick is not worried. He's not doing no oh. He's not worried about offense like that. He might get on the mic and be like, hey, run the goddamn ball. He might say something like that. But here we go. Look, Josh McDaniels, New England. First of all, he started as a defensive assistant, though, too, which is pretty funny. Crazy, yeah. (laughs) New England Patriots quarterback coach, 04 to 05. Offensive coordinator and quarterback coach, 06 to 08. So he's been in the on the offensive side from 2004 to 2008. Then he went and coached the Broncos, which was a disaster. No, it wasn't. Though. I mean, he developed an offense that got Tim Tebow to the playoffs, which is yeah, one of the greatest. True, they one of the greatest feats in co- coaching history, and won a playoff game with Tim Tebow. I mean, he was Flukiest, only there for flukiest playoff game ever. <laughs> yeah, who was it? What's his name? Ike Taylor. Shout out! Shout out! Uh, rest in peace, man. Uh, 88. Why am I blanking on his name? Oh, too? Uh, Demarius Thomas. Demarius Thomas. No, yeah, but he caught, Steelers, that, he caught that. He caught Steelers, that. He caught that touchdown to win the game. Who's the Steelers DB that got burned on that? It wasn't Ike Taylor. It was uh, no, he got burned. Yeah, crazy. Lived in lived in infamy forever in Pittsburgh. Probably came and go back to high. <laughs> okay, look. So then he went to the Rams. Then he was back on the. Then he was back on the Patriots from 2012 to 2019. I bet you he was there for all these Super Bowls. He probably might have been there for a lot of them. Yeah, that's a good point. Offensive court. So then, so then he was the just the offensive coordinator in twenty twenty. So he was what a he good was job the, to get. And remember, he he took a job last year and then re- went back on it. Right? Which job did he take last year? And the, then the Colts. Yeah, and then was like, no, 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 fuck was, that. Nah, I'm but then like, the Raiders job. What a job! It's like, yeah, you get a quarterback, yeah. you got an all star receiver, you got a brand new building, and you're playing in Vegas. Yeah, he uh, he has six Super Bowls. Josh McDaniel. So six of the seven, he was there. Six of the seven. Oh no, six of the six. Six, no, six of the six, six and then seven with Tampa yeah, Bay. Seven. Yeah, he's there with yeah, all. Yeah, seven so, with Tampa Bay. So yeah, he was there for all of them. Yeah, that's a that's a big that's a big loss for them on the offensive end. And he he Mac Jones as a rookie coming in to play for Josh McDaniels' offense and being being able to come into that toolage was big. So we'll see. Sure. But yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. They played really well. I think Mac is a solid. NFL guy in his first year. That was he for his first year in the league. That was a very very solid year for his rookie season. So yeah, I agree with that. You know who I think is going to have a good year. You're going to hate this, but um, I think it's funny and no one really talks about. It. I think I think the Colts going from Carson Wentz to Mac Ryan is not being talked about as how much of an upgrade. They, I know we don't love Matt Ryan, but boy, do we hate Carson Wentz. Like we understand what you're getting <laughs> with Carson Wentz. Like. Yeah. Matt Ryan is going to come in there and he's just going to write the ship for them. It's going to be steady. He's a no guy mistakes. that knows. He's no not going to make a lot of mistakes. I know, I know the program. You guys, this is what we're supposed to do. This is where we yeah. line up. It's not about me like it was with Wentz. People get along with him. And it's just like, yo, we're just going to go out there and play nice football. That division isn't too crazy. What is it? The Colts, the Jags, Jag, the Texans, the Titans, and, the and the Titans. Titans. Yeah, we don't know what Tannehill is. Like Tannehill's fucking. I know what Tannehill. Yeah, is. we know what exactly. We know what Tannehill <laughs> is. So they could they could sneakily come in and be ten or eleven and five. Yeah, they lost a lot of games because of Wentz last year. The thing too is like, listen, I, it's 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 on wax. I'm not a big Matt Ryan fan. I'm not a big Matt Ryan in the Hall of Fame guy type of thing. He made a lot of he threw a lot of interceptions when he was expected, and everyone knew in the building, especially on the other side of the football that he was going to have to throw the ball every down. That was what they did. They had Julio. They had the whole thing, right? They've always thrown the ball a ton. Now he gets to go to Indy. They have the best running back in the NFL. Second. Who's number one? Uh, uh, Tennessee, Derrick Henry. I don't know if I can give that to him right now. Jonathan Taylor's a better running back than Derrick Henry? Jonathan Dude, Taylor. Watched, Did you Derek watch Taylor? Jonathan Taylor last you year? You watched Ryan Tannehill and then ask yourself how this team wins 11 games every year? <laughs> okay. I, I mean, listen, I'm not, I'm not going to argue with you if, if – Hey, listen, if you have you, number – We if talked you have about it all Ta- last year in Tennessee. We know exactly what they're going to do. Well, they, they, you, knew what, you knew what Indianapolis was going to do too. And Jonathan Taylor still went for uh, 110, 120 every yeah, night. No, he's a beast for so sure. So I'm not going to argue. If you, got, if you got Derrick Henry number one, that's cool. If you got Jonathan Taylor number one, that's cool too. But what defense I'm, okay in Indy? It's, defense is okay. Defense right? is solid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, def, yeah, the defense is, is solid. So that's kind of where it gets a little spooky. They're going to be able to run the ball, and then they got a vet that they don't need to throw the ball 40 times. Yeah, and he knows what he's going to do. He's played in big games. Yep. And, yeah, I, I, and he stays healthy, too. Matt Ryan never gets hurt. Yep, and it's still indoors. 
So he he's still indoors doing his thing. So yeah, no, that is a, yeah. I like that's not, a good. That's a good. That's a good situation for Ryan. Yeah, absolutely. Especially for a little. It's gonna be similar. It'll. Do you, you know what it's gonna be like? It'll be similar to what Philip Rivers came in and did. To be honest, yeah. I don't see why it'll be Matt any Ryan's, different. And Matt Ryan's better. Uh, they're both okay. <laughs> like we, we forget, but, Ryan yeah. was a league MVP and went to a Super Bowl. He should have won the Super Bowl. Should have won the Super Bowl. What a, what a different Kyle what Shanahan a different, probably smoked that Super Bowl. If one, if one half of football would have went different, yeah, Kyle Shanahan. No, 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 not even a half, bro. A couple of plays yeah. after Julio catches that ball on the sideline at the twenty-eight, run the ball twice, and then you probably win the Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah, like so. Yeah, it's that's a whole other story. Yep. But yeah, the it's an upgrade. What, yeah, it's an upgrade. The there's a lot of different a lot of different quarterback storylines. And that's who runs the league, the quarterback that I'm excited to see. Me and Big Nick the Quick are both excited to see. You're not excited for Daniel Jones, year four? <laughs> uh, shout out Daniel Jones for staying under the radar, man. Hey, man. I could see how you could see Daniel Jones and be intrigued, though. He's a He starts breaking off 60-yard yeah, fucking yeah. touchdown yeah, runs and like, shit. like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he shows just enough flashes to be like, ah, all right, let's give him another Maybe year. Maybe we coach him thing. the right way. Yeah. Right, exactly. So stay tuned on that, man. Really quick, we got five more minutes left before we hit the hour mark. It was reported Live Golf offered Tiger Woods 600 to $700 million. Dollars. Seven to eight. Oh, seven to eight. Excuse me. Six hundred, seven hundred million to eight hundred million dollars cash USD, USD to join the Live Tour. Spendable dollars. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> I understand legacy. I understand legacy. I understand respect. You know what? Though, all right, I, I got two thoughts on this. Two thoughts. Yeah. Number one, I understand legacy. I understand what Tiger wants to do. He wants to break Jack's record. He's still in pursuit of that. He's still in pursuit of immortalness, and and he is already immortal in the golf world. But he's all about legacy at this point, right? Yeah. And he knows that going to live will be a huge hit on his legacy, yeah. right? He'll no longer be able to contend for majors. He'll be ostracized. He'll be seen as a guy who went after the money. Yeah. Um. So maybe that's why he's not going to do it. I think the other thing is, and this is kind of. You remember Barkley was a, a slave to be a commentator for them, right? Yeah. This just happened last week. And then they were interviewing him. And he was like, yeah, you know, TNT's not too happy about it. My corporate sponsors aren't too happy about it. So I'm not sure. And then the next day, Barkley pulls out. Right. Maybe for Tiger. Nike, maybe Nike made a call. Maybe for Tiger, it's like, yeah, I'll get seven to 800 million. But I also have another 40 years of sponsorship relationships to worry about with Nike, with the watches, with the cars, with Amex, all this different shit. Yeah, I'll make that I'll make that money or close to that money and not have to fucking be a pariah for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Which I just yeah. got out of pariah status. I was a pariah for a yeah, couple of years true. and I didn't like it. I don't want to go up to the press box. Or <laughs> yeah. the, I don't want to go up to the press conference and have to explain. My a, mom yeah. is sitting there crying. You know what yes, I mean? like I I've done that before. I didn't like it. I don't want to do that again. So the money, and I also have, a billion dollars already so money you know again I, if i make 600 million the rest of my career or 800 million for live what's the difference you know what i mean i already paid off ellen she's got an island somewhere we're good um so maybe that's how he's thinking about it but for everybody else yeah look, i bro, think he's in a different spot for sure like we saw our boy tony finau he's on a crazy run right now finau is getting contacted by live as we speak and he's and he's mulling his options i guarantee you it's <laughs> like my man's who won the u.s open the next day they hit now Simon live for 200 million that money is real bro yeah money's real the, the, those, and those guys if, if you don't pay attention to what's happening in sports even uh my man adam silver was like yeah you know we might we're thinking about doing an exhibition game in saudi arabia Hell yeah, you are, because they're gonna give you fifty million dollars to go out there and fucking play, and yeah. your ass will be up there right away. Don't don't give me none of that shit. This Everybody is else thing. is moral until they flash nine figures in your face. This is the thing. <laughs> do I agree with you know what the Saudis do, how they do business? No. PSG. I I just also PSG's think like, hard. where do you draw the line on a lot of this stuff? Like, I think there's a lot of dirty money. In a lot more things than you even realize. It's the pot calling the kettle black. For example, let me give you a perfect example. <laughs> Live Nation, who throws your all your concerts that you go to and all your festivals, the Saudis own 18% of Live Nation. 
So does that mean you don't go to concerts anymore? So when your favorite artist is playing at the United Center or MetLife or Tomorrowland, at a festival that you've wanted to go to for your whole life in Europe, but Live Nation owns 18% of that. That's a big chunk. Are you not, you're not going to, you're not going to concerts anymore? Right. Is that what we're doing? So like th- th- that's where the NBA is taking a lot of Chinese money. A lot. They don't. And, and, they, and don't speak out against it either. Yo, and they don't, they don't have the cleanest record either. No. So a lot of these it's, folks don't. A lot of American do money you, doesn't have the cleanest record. If you yeah, get to some of these owners, look yeah. up Jimmy Haslam, the owner of the Browns, his trucking scandal. Yeah. He was defrauding his own customers out of tax-free base and pocketing yeah. the money. These people are all bad people. So that's where it gets spooky. And I'm not going to fault anyone going over to live for two, $300 million. Not, not, especially some of the guys that they're getting after are guys who are kind of in the more I've, like Dustin Johnson's of the world who it's like I'm at the tail end of when I'm great. Sure. You know what I mean? And this is my last big check. And here's the other thing. PGA, figure it out. We need to get our uh, our editors guy on here to talk about this. I yeah, need some the details broken yoke. But like, yeah, but like, come on, man, figure it out. Like, y'all had it. This is what happens when you get complacent. I'm sure this isn't the first time the uh, the golfers have expressed. Well, more for, I didn't realize. Prize. I didn't realize the PGA Tour was a nonprofit. Hmm. That's where it gets like there's some, some NCAA shit. Yeah, like they don't really have no juice at the end of the day. Like they, to be honest. Just have the tournaments. How does like the fact that the NCAA like ran that as long as they did before? Like the, now, the basically the conferences are just taking it over. It's kind of yeah, mind boggling yeah. if you think about it. They don't like what 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 exactly. There's no like these guys have no juice. Then when when I found out, this is when I knew it was all over, or there was going to be some major changes. When when I found out that the PGA Tour was banning players, but then they could play in majors. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you have zero chance of keeping a guy like Dustin Johnson, who so is like, on oh, the table. You're, you're banning the- me from TPC at Sawgrass. Okay. Yeah, exactly. You're banning me <laughs> yeah, to yeah. go to a mid-18th. The, 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 the Riviera next week. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's so, right. yeah, you guys have no chance. It doesn't, like, that's where it got spooky. But at the end of the day, I think that's a good point. I think he, he – I wouldn't be surprised if Tiger – thought about taking it called up nike and was like yo how you guys how like how would we feel about this type of thing and they were like no we're no. we would have an issue with that we have to be on the other side of it and i'm gonna tell you this yeah you know who stood with tiger through thick and thin the whole way nike they never 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 the swoosh never never, never, never wavered never wavered so never wavered loyal they stayed Loyal. with Tiger. And they stayed with Tiger through the whole thing. Listen, when everybody man, was jumping ship, the swoosh stayed. So I bet you that's a big factor as well. And you know this, man. Your boy DePaulo tell you everybody knows these professional athletes, they don't work for the teams. LeBron does not work for the Lakers. He works for Nike. Yeah. Because 20 years from now, you know who's paying LeBron and building libraries in his name? Nike. Same yes. thing with Tiger. The sponsorships are who you carry with you into retirement. Yes. Right? So like you like when Chuck said that the other day, I was like, I didn't really think about That's why Tiger turned down the money. Because yeah. Chuck, the TNT is like, hey, man, you're done with us if you do this. Hey, because we're, we're partners with these people. And we at the American Express. And Chuck's like, man, yeah, I can get a couple million dollars calling golf and it'll be great. Or I can fucking ride this American Express and Buick commercials and NCAA Final Four shit with uh, Spike Lee and Samuel yeah. Jackson. I'm getting big coins off that. Yeah. It's no work. And then talk hoops. When and then talk hoops and yeah. bullshit. And TNT's got yeah, TNT is doing TNT's some other golf stuff shit, anyway. Yeah, it's all fun. It's, it's all it's all yeah. mixed up like that. So yeah. I'm sure it was the same thing with Tiger. For sure, How much man. is he getting from Nike a year? Hundred million? Yeah, it's up there. 80, I don't know the million? I don't know yeah. the exact figure, but I know Charlie's deal is gonna be coming up too. Exactly. He's thinking about all that type of He's shit. Think about all, Charlie Charlie's have, Nike yeah, deal. Sure. Then we got Bronny and Bryce hopefully maybe getting the deal. So, like, yeah, you know how it yeah, goes. It's yeah, all Nike, that that's shit. That's why you work for Nike. Yes, like, exactly that's, why the, right. that's another – we're not even going to get into Kyrie, but that's another layer why the Kyrie shit is crazy because he also shat on Nike for no reason and yeah. came out ripping his shoes at the beginning of the like, – yeah, the whole shit is crazy, man. The well, that's company. what – well, then the, the story now, too, I was actually talking to DePaulo about this, is the whole Devin Booker thing now. And apparently Devin Booker's – shoe is going to replace Kyrie's shoe as a signature line as a signature line on nike so, so that's many a whole guys yeah so that's, that's a, a lot of money for thing. Kyrie to drop too yeah so and he was a nike top top signature guy outside of braun he was their guy 
So yeah, we'll see how that shakes. Yeah. I don't know the I don't know the final details For on sure. that, but but stay but locked way, on that. Either way, man, like I wasn't shocked after after I'd heard the Barkley shit, and I think two days later is when I saw the uh the wood shit. It made sense. Had I seen it prior, because we'd always heard high nine figures. Had I seen it prior to be like, yo, that's crazy. But when I heard Barkley talk about the fact that his brand sponsors are, are going to walk away from him if he does this, a guy like Tiger has a lot more to lose, man. Yeah, A lot exactly more people right. So, All right, man. We're back. We'll see y'all next week. But I'm available, Liv. Exactly, man. Hey, there's more dirty money floating around out here than you realize. So it's 100%. tough to, you know, I'm not going to get mad at Lee Westwood. For taking 50 60 million dollars on the back end of his career and has never won a major and yeah. is basically basically a top 100 golfer and so. you know who else is a mad mrs westwood she ain't mad either. yeah yeah she, and, and she's carrying this bag so, take all that shit. exactly oh is his wife his caddy his wife is his caddy that's why he, yeah oh yes. she can oh, so she got a check too yeah what exactly we're good shout out lee westwood no and, his, and, his, and his lady again sure. everybody's noble until that check comes in your face <laughs> All right, man, but we're back. I appreciate you guys uh, listening to the first EP back. Once we get back in the groove here, it'll be lit. You already know that. We got football coming up. A couple weeks will be fun. We got a lot of stuff coming up from uh, from No Catch Up. We might be live from a different location as well. We'll talk about that another time. But for Big Nick the Quick, I'm your host, Sean Little. Make sure you subscribe everywhere. Tell the homies to tell a friend. Let them know that we're back. Share the episode, download it, do whatever you got to do. Holler at the DMs. If you ever want to, hey, if you ever want to chat with me and Nick, man, DMs are always open. We're always going back and forth with people. So always shoot us a message, say what's up. And um, that's it for us. Week one, back off a of summer break. No catch up, Sports Talk v. Chicago. We're out of here.